Hey everybody, welcome to Good Phil Hunting. I'm Eric, this is my good friend B-Man. What's up? And my buddy Andrew. Always here. And uh, we're just, we're living our summer of fun right now and we are seeing a bunch of movies. Our goal is to see every movie that comes out this summer. And today we're going to talk about some movies that we've seen. And for those of you who haven't seen them, maybe you'll want to see them after. For those of you who have seen them, maybe you'll be pissed about our commentary Maybe you'll think we're geniuses for our commentary. I don't really know. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good time talking about movies. We all love films. We're all big movie culture kind of guys. And I think this is going to be some good some good conversation. What do you think, guys? 100% I'm bored with that. You know, spoiler alerts, just for in case you guys haven't seen them. We're going to try to see the movies the day they come out. So, yeah, just be wary going into this. Got a lot of opinions in this room, and uh, hopefully they, they have some... They might resonate with you, they might not, and something's going to happen. Well, I know if the opinions are coming from you, Andrew, is going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right, so yeah, so I think we're just going to jump into it. So I think the, the first movie we saw on our, our summer adventure here was uh, Long Shot, which is the new Seth Rogen movie about the, uh, the political press secretary and the woman running for president. And uh, going into it, I was a little cautious. Um, I've always been a big Seth Rogen guy, but recently... I don't know. It's, his stuff hasn't really been resonating with me. I haven't seen a lot of his r- more recent films. Um, the classic ones like Zack and Miri make a porno. Uh, what else has he done? Pineapple Express. Those are all some of my favorite comedy films. Sausage Party. Sausage Party. I never saw Sausage Party. Actually. I didn't either. Uh, was, it, was, was it good? It's fucked up. It's funny as hell. Is it? But... Yeah. See, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just I like Seth Rogen as a writer. As an actor, he always just kind of plays that like fat, sad guy who smokes a lot of <laughs> weed, and like that's what he is. So it's fine. Well, he's not sad, but he's just like, you always feel bad for him in the movies, you know what I mean? Um, And that's what he is in this movie. But the movie was still pretty funny, right? Yeah, going into it, I thought the movie was just going to be a waste of money. I didn't have high expectations, but uh, it it, it surprised me. It was better than I thought. I laughed most of the movie. I haven't seen a lot of Seth Rogen films, honestly. Yeah. He's got a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah. Have you seen 40-Year-Old Virgin? No. That it's not a really a Seth Rogen film. He's in it though. Really? That movie is hilarious. That was uh, was that like early Seth Rogen? Because like I didn't even know he was in that. Yeah, it's um because that's uh, it's Steve, Steve Carell, Carell, right? Yeah, yeah. I've Steve never seen Carell. it. Some of the, I, Paul Rudd, I think, is in it. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh shit! Is that his name? I think yeah. it's Paul. Rudd. Yeah, it's Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd sounds right. Um, it's someone, and Seth Rogen's in it, and he's hilarious in that. But again, he's like the same. Like, guy. He's just, like, this, like, fat, like, weird guy. But he's still hilarious. And I don't know... I don't know how much of the writing credit he took in that, but... It was probably pretty... I don't know. But, anyway. uh, Back to this movie. I really like the... Kind of... This movie was very... I follow Seth Rogen on Twitter because I like him a lot. And he's very, like, left-wing, kind of, like, new-era socialism stuff. And this movie really... That really hit a lot of a lot of those points. The uh, the Wembley news, like Fox News comparison, yeah. um, a lot of like that was like leftist politics kind of infecting the movie, and I can appreciate that. A lot of good political humor in this movie. Yeah, well, most definitely. Yeah, it definitely hit mostly. I don't think there was really a lot of like political jokes that didn't that didn't work out. It was mostly it was pretty solid. Right. Like, yeah. It was like oh like that. It was wicked funny. His friend is is like. The black guy, and he ends up being a Republican, and Seth Rogen has a connection about him being a black Republican. It's just and religious, and, too. And, yeah, and, oh and, yeah, and he's and religious. Christian. Yeah, and the, oh, the quote of the movie: "I got the GOP 
and, and the, the GOT. GOT. <laughs> yep, that was a great line. And it was good political humor, but it wasn't pandering, which I can appreciate. Yeah. A lot of times political humor can kind of be over the top. Yeah. And this kind of walked a nice line. Like the, the, the first scene with that white nationalist, like, commune thing. Yeah. Like the meetup. I thought we were in the wrong movie at the start <laughs> yeah. of the movie. The this way movie, it was, like, yeah. starting out, I was like... Did we send the wrong theater? Right. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Seth Rogen's there just like being a jolly old guy. It was really it was really well done. The lead actress playing Charlotte Feld Field was, uh, she was pretty good. She didn't, she, she was pretty good, honestly. She had a little bit of comedic humor. Um, she filled her role very well. I thought she was a good stateswoman. And, uh, yeah. Like the, the scene when they were on Molly with the, yeah. the hostage, that was funny. That was very funny. Gotta love a woman with power, dude. Yep, for sure. Oh I, my god, yeah. A lot of I wouldn't take your kids to this movie. A lot of <laughs> no. a lot of sexual humor. A lot of a lot of a lot of like really feminist. I mean, anti-feminist jokes, like yeah. sexist jokes that are portrayed kind of in that political light um, of that like talk show, Fox News stuff. Um, and so I wouldn't recommend it for the younger ones, but. If you're looking for something with your friends or your par- uh, your parents or just yourself, I would I would see that with my parents. It's a little there's some weird sex stuff, but I think it was pretty funny. I'd take my nephew to see it. He's got to learn sooner or later. Yeah, I mean, I don't think like any joke was like so over the top that like someone would be super offended by it. Like, he I don't... does come on his own face. That's like a little weird. Well, yeah, you've never done that. No, we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there. It's no. okay. Yeah, I don't know about that one, but that one, yeah. that one was a little. That one was a yeah. little force. Yeah, yeah, and that felt like it was a little. They were trying to hit a home run too much. Yeah, because the whole movie was, it was a little more subdued. That's why I was a little nervous going in about the Seth Rogen uh, movie. I don't know if you got. Have you seen Zach and Mary make a porno? No, no. One of like the big like jokes in that film is a guy gets his face shit on. Like he get, they call it getting chocolate frosted. <laughs> He just gets diarrhea all over, basically. Sure. And it's like, it's funny, but it's like, it's too much. Like, I don't... Yeah, need... that's... And well, I appreciated Longshot because it was a lot like a lot of that political stuff, and it was a lot more subdued than those kind of over-the-top Seth Rogen. Like, Sausage Party, I know, is, like, ridiculous, right? Oh, it is, it is racist, and it is hilarious, and it's, it's crazy. It's the end of the movie. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. The end of the movie just had me like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, like I know people have said that that movie is absolutely bonkers. And that's why I was a little nervous going in. But this wasn't that over the top. Like there was a raunchy jokes, but it was pretty well done. I think even like, because I could see like if you're very feminist, like you could get offended over some of the feminist jokes in there. But like, I think in this it wasn't really bad because it was like making fun of the people that make fun of women. So like, right. it wasn't it was like, like the whole thing was the Wembley news, Fox news. comparison. Yeah. Like it was about making fun of those of like the Bill O'Reilly, yeah. the Tucker Carlson's of the world rather yeah. than like actually making a sexist joke. Yeah. It wasn't really making fun of women. It was making fun of the people that make fun of women. Right. So, like, exactly. It, it, yeah. it definitely Which, hit. Yeah. So I like, I like any feminist I know, I would recommend to go see it because, and it, like it, it has sends a good message about like it talks about those interviews with the little girls about Charlotte Field being yeah. the president and stuff and it's like it does have a feminist slant which I can appreciate. Uh, um, for sure, twenty nineteen anybody's gonna get offended. Doesn't even matter. 
It's yeah. not meant to offend somebody. Somebody's still getting offended. That's true. But yeah, you know, I'm still surprised. I liked it the way it did. I'm not. I'm like you. I'm not a huge Seth Rogen fan. I've always been a big Seth Rogen guy. He's always always written good stuff. I think he helped write um, wrote Pineapple Express. I'm trying to think of other movies he's written. A lot of good ones. Uh, I think he was. I think he helped write Super Bad. I'm not mistaken. I don't know though. Um, but the best part of the movie that we all agree on, everyone here knows it was the single best part of the entire movie. And he came on his face. Was a guest appearance. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. The best no. musician. Worst part of the movie. In the United no. States currently. <laughs> no. Someone, my friend B-Man, has no. actually paid upwards of $10,000 to see in person. <laughs> I wouldn't go see him in person if somebody paid me. Okay, no, I would if somebody paid me $10,000. But I no, I would not see anything of his. Like, Lil Yachty he, makes an appearance. <laughs> made the movie go from like an 8 out of 10 to like a 2 out he of 10. He made it go from a 7 to a 12 in my book. <laughs> no, um, no. Absolutely. No, added nothing of value. Just kind of came in and went, I'm Lil Yachty, <laughs> and was gone, and it was sick, honestly. I love no, Lil Yachty. No, that destroyed the whole It was movie. about like a minute and a half. Yeah. There was, it was about it. It was but... just whoever they could get to be yeah. in this movie. All he did was admit to that he masturbates himself, and that was all he did in the movie. And, and he did it well. Yeah, was, he, uh, he no, killed it. No, he was no. worth it to have him. I, he, is a, he is a maroon, dude. He is a maroon. <laughs> no, he's a beast. Um, the other thing that I thought was... Of, pretty well done was you could definitely tell that this movie was like written recently like the, the yeah. president the TV show star president who was just completely incompetent um, oh, he was a little too close to home but he was funny it was a funny character um, any anytime they walked into his room or anything he'd be watching himself on TV yeah and like rehearsing his lines and it was uh, kind of scary to think about in a realistic sense but in a movie sense it was, it was funny yeah how many I think people could say they made the transition from TV star <laughs> to movie star. Yeah, that was a great one. <laughs> I think like I think that's one of those things that wouldn't have worked like five years ago. Like I don't think it would have been as funny as it was now. Yeah. So like definitely they pandered well to like the current time. It's probably the frame. same thing with like the Fox News stuff. Like I don't remember Fox News like, yeah. five years ago. It's probably just like gone so off the rails that it's even funnier and like that absurdity at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're like if you're going to this movie like five years from now, it might not even be as funny then. Like, I think it's a very it's a very in the time period that it was made kind of movie. Like, you got to watch it now rather than like I don't think it'll age well. Honestly, I think it'll be like funny a few years from now. But I think like watching it now is probably your best bet. I think that's when it's gonna hit the best. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the, yeah, just the way that things are right now and just how they're going. You know. I think going back to the actress that played Char- Charlotte Fields, too, I think, like, I agree she did a good job. She wasn't really, I wouldn't say she was really funny throughout the movie. Like, I don't think she really added much comedic humor, but, like, she definitely played her role really well. Like, she did what she had to do. She which, wasn't there for the comedy. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think she played the role of that, like, reserved, like, politician woman yeah. very well. Um, that, the, a funny scene that they didn't really, they kind of, it was kind of a throwaway scene was, when she was starting a presidential committee and they had the scores for yeah. how she would be viewed as a candidate. That was pretty good. And it was kind of, kind of hit on those like feminist notes again about like how much harder it is to be a woman politician than a male politician. And it was just, it was, I think she fit that, that character. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. She played a pretty good foil to Seth Rogen's character, honestly. Like she was definitely very like, is complete opposites and they work out in the end, but like 
him i feel like if she was also funny it wouldn't have been as good of a movie because like it would just been jokes getting thrown back and forth like she kind of she had like the serious factor to seth rogan just saying a bunch of nonsense and like making the movie funny so i think it worked out really well it was pretty good social commentary too because there was like there was always that struggle between them about having those idealistic liberal plans versus just compromising to get something done yeah and it's, it's something that's pretty common in our country right now like a lot of people don't want that compromise on anything they just want what they want and that's not how it works like there's people across the country with different views and stuff and ideally we all get what we want that would be that would be awesome but Never it was heard. like the especially from the i mean i'm a i'm a borderline socialist here at the left side the left side of the country doesn't want to compromise on much and seth rogan portrayed that well about like the the republican boogeyman that haunts us all right now and how we can't concede anything to them but in reality like they're half the country it's it's one of those things that we have to work with you know what I mean? yeah yeah i think that's a pretty good point like it's definitely a comedy movie but it did its social commentary really well like i feel like it actually hit on a lot of points of like actually talking about things that are happening in the country rather than just throwing jokes out just for the point of throwing jokes out and making a comedy movie like it actually hit on a lot of important topics that i wasn't expecting going into the movie like the corruption how it leads all the way up to presidency (laughs) yeah the corruption of the government and just like even just like the environmental stuff too like your main platform was like global warming which was really interesting to see yeah yeah. Throw away the seas. Throw away the yeah, seas. The, the, the media. 70% <laughs> of the planet. And like how the media conglomerate like controls everything. And it was it was an interesting, definitely an interesting uh commentary, but lighthearted as well, yeah. I would see it again. I think that was a good point about like the longevity. I don't know how much how well it holds up. That would be interesting to look at. Yeah. Um but I overall I'd I'd probably give it a eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah, I'm going like 85 out of 100-ish. I'm going to go 7 out of 10. <laughs> All right, just because Lil Yachty. <laughs> before Lil Yachty? Yeah, 8. Yeah, I think, I think it, was, it was entertaining. It got me laughing. Uh, I thought it was a good story and pretty well written. Pretty good, some good characters. Um, the Seth Rogen's best friend was really funny. He was yeah. a good character. Oh, best character in the whole movie. But one of the underrated lines was, I needed two LaCroix cans filled with CBD oil and Jack Daniels. <laughs> and he goes to Seth Rogen, do you want one? <laughs> do you want it? Uh, yeah, that was a great line. The, um, the, the Fox News, Wembley News, whatever kind of head. He was, he was good. He was just like, he got across that like sleazy, just old guy. Who else was there? The bodyguards were funny in their bit parts. Yeah, oh, the, that one bodyguard, I love him so much. I think the supplemental characters were really well done, too, which helped helped kind of build the movie. Yeah, even, like, Charlotte's aides were really, like, they they weren't in a, t- I mean, they were in a decent amount. Like, they had a few lines, but, like, the lines they were actually doing were pretty good. Like, yeah, I didn't like them that much. I thought they were good. I thought they, they added to the story. Yeah. They were just filler. I yeah. They, were. they definitely contributed to them, but them as like who they're supposed to be in like the actor and actress were good but who they were supposed to be in the movie i was just like i don't like these people yeah i don't think you were really supposed to like them like her like number one aide who didn't like seth rogan at all was just kind of like an asshat um I'm not yeah i don't like seth rogan i think it added a lot of realism to it though yeah. too like it because like they could have just gone the comedy route of like oh this like 
woman's running for president and she likes this really stupid dude who's Seth Rogen and like, oh, they're having they're I don't know, they're making a relationship and like, oh wow, it's gonna fail miserably, but like they actually had aides that were on um Charlotte's side that were like, Oh, this is a really dumb idea, like which is exactly what it would happen in real life. So it actually like grounded the movie a little bit rather than just going throwing out jokes for a comedy sense, which Along with, like, all the political commentary I mentioned earlier, I feel like that actually, like, added a lot. Like, it actually felt like, I mean, sadly, something that could happen. Like like I said, with, like, where we are in, in uh, the current time period, like, it actually, it felt semi-realistic. Like, it's not, nothing out of, like, it's a little over the top, but it's not something that, like, couldn't happen. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like that, you have to go a little over top just yeah. for the comedic effect, but still grounded in reality, which... It can be a tough line to walk, but I think it, it walked it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I think it did it pretty well. It was pretty solid. Like, I I feel like it was one of the movies, which I, I don't I don't know. Did you see the trailer, Eric? I don't know. I, I think, saw I, it. like, until you came and talked about that trailer, like, one, like, the two days before we saw it, I hadn't even heard of it. Yeah. I think, like, it's, it was kind of interesting because the trailer, I don't think really, like, showed off what the movie could be like what it actually was because i think the trailer all you really saw was like oh there's this woman that's like running for president that likes seth rogan they're gonna have a relationship and then the only other thing it really showed off was like the white supremacy meeting at the beginning and that it was like all right that's kind of funny yeah it showed that off the beginning the only thing i remember from the trailer was when they were like hiding in the bunker yeah so yeah I, I was like wow there's probably like a lot of war and stuff going on in the movie but that was like a very small part of it yeah like the i think the trailer showed off like a few funny parts but it didn't really like show off a lot of the like deeper parts of the movie which like i feel like i mean it's hard to get across in a trailer but i think the trailer doesn't really do the movie justice like i don't it was a lot better of a movie than the trailer portrayed it as like the trailer just looked like it was gonna be some throwaway comedy where i think it was actually pretty decent for what it was trying to do so that was kind of interesting to see. It wasn't just, like... If you see the trailer and you think it's like, ah, yeah, it's going to just be Seth Rogen making some jokes, I think you're you're underselling it a little bit. It's worth seeing. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I didn't see the trailer, but like I said, like going into it, that's what I thought it was going to be. Kind of just like one of those, like, all right, Seth Rogen's going to be smoking weed and doing stupid shit, but um, it, ended up being, it ended up being better, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I don't think... Did Seth Rogen, like, smoke weed on that entire movie That's honestly what I was just trying to think. Yeah, to like, I don't think he actually, time. like... He had that one scene when he was entering, like, the state building and he was dropping off all his weed. Yeah. And his drugs and shit. Yeah, like, I think that was it, though. Movie. I don't think he, like, actually smokes anything. No, it might be, like, the first the time in forever. Yeah. He only popped I, the molly in the movie. Yeah, he popped the molly. He drank a lot. He smoked a cigarette. Well, I, he, no, when he... I think he was smoking a joint... When uh, he threw his laptop in the store. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a cigarette. That might have been a joint, I don't know. No, it was probably a joint. It was definitely a joint because they said he was high. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But. It definitely wasn't, like, in your face, though. No, it wasn't, it wasn't like, like, oh, this like, guy's like a stoner, stoner film. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. just so excited to see somebody was dressed the way he was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was so funny. The traditional Swedish garb. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'd say if you're if you're looking for a lighthearted film with some, some good... Some good realistic components. Uh, long truck could do it for you. Yeah. In theaters now. It's, we're not getting paid to advertise, <laughs> but uh, it's in theaters. Yeah, I think especially if you're, like, super into, like, current events or politics, too, like, this will be a really funny movie yeah, for you. If you can appreciate the, the absurdity of the current political climate, you can appreciate this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely very, 
politically charged, so it's a good movie to see. It yeah. was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Um, so going on from that, there's uh, there's some movies coming out that we we're, we're pretty interested in. We uh, we were actually at the movies today. We saw a trailer for the new Godzilla. Oh my god! Which just it just looks like every like twelve year old in the country's wet dream. It's just like. <laughs> Monsters, guns, and explosions, and lasers, and I'm pumped for it. I'm pumped for it. Yeah, I'm. I so Brian and I just on a side note saw John Wick three in IMAX last week, and I think that might be like the greatest movie to ever see in IMAX ever. Well, I um, disagree with that, but you, you can keep your. Opinion. I yeah, Brian's opinions are aren't real, but <laughs> yeah, look who's talking. <laughs> But so we saw that it was a great movie. Definitely go see that. Just on the side, um, I felt every gunshot. Yeah, no, 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 you didn't. The base was incredible. That's basically what I'm trying to say there. But um, Godzilla, I think, is just going to be just as good. Maybe not. Maybe not hit the peak that John Wick Three was, but no, it's going to be better. He, there was so like better. there's 17 legendary yeah, monsters. Yeah, yeah. Like if you can see that in IMAX, which is I think is what we're going to do. I would. Definitely go for it. We'll we'll let you know next week if it's actually good, which I feel like it's not going to be. That's that's my take. I think it's gonna be a terrible movie, but don't, just don't seeing dare, don't you dare knock my childhood. Visually yeah. appealing. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah, I'm looking like, for a great some great fight yeah. scenes, some awesome monsters. Yeah, it's gonna be a throwaway story, but I don't think there's gonna be any plot. I think it's gonna be I think it'd be almost avatar esque in that. You gotta yeah. see it just to look at it and to, feed, to be a part of it. Yeah. But I don't think the story in five years anyone's gonna remember. They're gonna yeah. remember the battles between Godzilla and Yeah. Movies. If they yeah. even remember it. I don't know right. if they will, but. Hey, hey, everybody remembers Godzilla. I mean, Godzilla's I, amazing. I forgot until this Godzilla movie came out <laughs> that there was another Godzilla movie that came out in like 2013. I forgot about that and I saw that movie in theaters. I couldn't <laughs> tell you one thing that happens in that movie. Why am I in this group with you guys? <laughs> I, I don't know, but. That movie, I saw it in theaters. I don't know a single thing about it. That other, the 96 Godzilla, where he's in New York and he like lays eggs in the subway. That Godzilla is ridiculous too. It's like four hours, I think. No one knows anything about yeah. American Eyes Godzilla fan, movie. They're yeah. all fantastic movies. And at least they're not like back in the day when... And it's yeah. like Godzilla's like a huge puppet. Those might be better. I've never watched any of those. The American Eyes Godzilla movies. movies are garbage. They're all they're good fucking movies. terrible. No, you know what's fucking terrible? Having little Yachty come in a movie. <laughs> Lil Yachty is a beast, dude. Little Yachty is like the coolest the guy in the world. No, Have you ever no. seen Eat Chicken Tenders, dude? Yeah. Have you ever seen The Hot Wings with them? That one's yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. trash. What do you... Dude, uh, what? It was trash. He said he eats pizza like five <laughs> days a week. Anything Who? What does that mean? All his music, trash. Him, trash. I don't give a shit. Lil Yachty is a... If, Lil Yachty might be like top five people I'd want to hang out with in this world. Well, <laughs> you're no longer one of the top five I want to hang Lil out with. Lil Yachty is a monster. No, no. Those are monster Godzilla. It was at some like roller skating. It was a roller skating rink thing. It was his twenty first birthday party. Yeah, Ferrari during it. It was probably sick. They probably had a great time. (laughs) Oh, he said it was his favorite. His most favorite party he's ever been in his life. Yeah, Yachty's a goddamn monster. Um. Yeah. What other movies did we see? And there goes Rayman. Uh, That that was that was our roommate Rayman. He makes his appearances every (laughs) once in a while. He's a beast. We got Rocket Man next week. Rocket okay. Man, I Rocket think, Man is going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm expecting like a at least on par with. I think Longshot was a solid comedy. I think Rocket Man's at least going to be on par with it for like movie, movie wise. So. Rocket yeah. Man has a chance to be the best movie of the summer. 
The, no, trailer, the no. trailers look unbelievable. I don't know if it's gonna because there's no. a lot of good movies. You still coming got Spider Man coming out this summer. Spider Man. I gotta not, watch. That's a sequel, right? Yeah. yeah, we gotta watch the first. I haven't seen the first, like the first into the Spider-Man. Yeah, you ever seen Homecoming yet? No, so we gotta That's watch that before. Yeah, we should. Do I that. got it. We yeah, can watch okay, it. Yeah, we can watch that huge. Yeah, that one. That, that looks good. Toy Story Four. I'm nervous I think about. I think Toy Story Four has potential to be the best of the summer. All the Toy Story movies wow. are horrible. That and Lion King, I think. Wow. Oh yeah, you're really, you're really so You're really. I think Lion King. Yeah. Even Who after the like Latin experience. King. Yeah. Lion I, the King cast is just, Lion King is gonna save the Disney movies with these live action. I heard Jungle Book was good. I didn't actually see it. I, but heard, I heard Jungle Book was terrible. Really? I heard it was terrible. Really? I thought yeah. I heard it was. Good. That's why I did not watch it. I think with the cast that Lion King has, it's gonna be really good. Like, I know it's well, so they got loaded. Daddy James Earl Jones. Yeah, in it. like Seth Rogen's in it. Beyonce's in it. Beyonce's in it. Donald Glover is gonna be amazing. Beyonce's John Oliver's yeah. in it. Is she Nala? Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's not allowed? Yeah, and then John Oliver's, um, what's the bird's name? Zazu. 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 He's Zazu. Like, I, I, I don't know the dude. I, it's Zazu. It's been a while since I've seen Lion King. Uh, yeah, same here. I think... I might, I'm nervous about it just because it looks kind of weird. Like, visually, yeah. it's just not as pleasing as I want it to be. I just think they're going to go outside and get real fucking lions and hyenas. I'll say, I'll say though... It's Disney. They could do whatever they wanted. I'll say, though, I think, like... Going into Aladdin, the trailer for Aladdin didn't look visu- visually pleasing. I think the movie did, though. So I think, like, I think Do Disney... Yeah. I thought visually, like, for the most part, it looked pretty solid. Like, I think... I thought that movie looked terrible. For I the thought, trailer, that movie itself. From the, the movie itself, the CGI in that movie was god-awful. I like I liked the visuals in the movie. Oh, I thought it was very poorly done. I thought there was a lot of... Se- they skipped a bunch of scenes because they couldn't, they couldn't make, like, yeah. the CGI to do it. Should we just jump into Aladdin? Is that is this, so? That's the second movie we saw this week. Was yeah, Aladdin. I think that might be the segue. I can't really think of anything else coming upcoming that we can talk yeah. about. Yeah, um, but we're seeing all these. We're, we are going to see every movie, so stay tuned <laughs> because we're going to be talking about these, yelling about these. But um, yeah, I think we should move into Aladdin. Just before before we do that, I'm just going to throw this one in here. Brian and I, Eric did wasn't here, but Brian and I saw um, the littlest or the biggest little farm. And that was an incredible documentary. If you're into that, um, I guess it was great. It was it was a good movie. I would not say it was great. If you're, As a documentary, it was very good, very informative. If you're into like the Planet Earth documentaries, I'd 100 percent recommend going seeing this. Just movie. the heads up: the best character in the movie, the best person in the documentary, was the dog. That's not true, but it if you like the dogs, dog. then yeah, it's definitely he. Dog was a great character. But it's a great story. It's all if you're into like environmental stuff, definitely go see it. Because the environment does so much for us. If you're into like just cinematography, absolutely go see it because the guy who filmed it was incredible. Um, definitely worth it. But that was an all around great movie. I'm giving that on like ninety percent probably. It was a great movie. I give it eighty percent as a documentary. It was. It was, it was exactly what you wanted it to be, basically. Like, going into it, it's exactly what you want it to be. It's like, what was it, like an hour 20, hour and a half? Like, it's not super long. It just gets its point across. A lot of great cinematography. The story's pretty solid. It's something, like, that you don't really get to see very often. So if you're just looking for a solid movie, go look at that one. But, yeah, that's just my, my take of the week. Speaking of what you wanted to be, 
I read they're pushing back the Sonic movie another year so they can edit it and make it, you know, how the fans want it. I don't really want to ever talk about the Sonic movie ever. The Sonic movie... As long as they fix what he looks like, I'll be happy, but it's still going to be a horrible movie. You want to talk about, like, that was on par with Mike Myers' Cat in the Hat for Nightmare Potential. Yeah. That was horrible. But they're fixing Sonic. And did they a, really a, mad, a mad Chris isn't going to be in it because Chris is a huge damn part of Sonic. But you know what? At least they're fixing what he looks like. Did they like. really push it back a year? Yeah. Like a full year. It was supposed they to come, back, come they, out like later this year. Yeah. They could not release him looking like that. Oh, God, no. I didn't think like fixing what he looks like would take a year, though. I was expecting oh, dude, like they, maybe a, a month. Work, I think they're refilming the whole movie. I think really? they have to redo the whole movie. Really? That's fine. That's perfectly fine. I didn't fine. hear that. That's interesting. I just wish Dr. Eggman was fat. <laughs> I just wish that they didn't make that movie because... I think Jim Carrey as Dr. Eggman is going to be awesome. Like, just... There's going to be so much meme potential from that. Yeah. It's going to be terrible, but it's going to be sick I'm at the same time. It, so we'll see what it looks like, but I'm not paying to go see it in a movie theater. Yeah, I... That's a 2020 problem. I yeah. can't even think about that yeah. right now. I, th- that trailer was just... I, don't know. I thought it was coming out this summer, so... I'm, it was I think supposed, it was but, supposed to, yeah. But yeah. I'm pretty sure I read they were pushing it back, and I'm really happy. Because, you know, maybe Sonic will actually look like Sonic. <laughs> Instead of just, like, this horrifying pop I creature. think... Exactly. Uh, if they're smart, they'll get, like, a focus group or something to, like, look over them. They'll just start picking people from, or like, Twitter or something. they'll just plug in their old fucking 1992 Sega Genesis, break out <laughs> Sonic Adventures, plug it in, play the first motherfucking level, and see, wow, he doesn't look like anything. Exactly. This isn't, he doesn't look like a fucking human, he looks like a goddamn blue hedgehog, so make a motherfucking blue hedgehog. Oh, I just, I can't even. Sonic's my childhood, so I know exactly how you feel. Yeah, I can't even fucking deal with that. Anyway. This whole movie is going to be reminiscing about my childhood, and I don't want these motherfuckers in Hollywood to ruin it. We're moving on to Aladdin. Yeah. Speaking of childhood. Aladdin, growing up, Disney classic, one of my personal favorites. Always loved Jafar. Um, Never a huge Aladdin. I, I... I kind of gravitate towards villains in movies. That's what yeah. I remember from movies. Lion King, I love Scar. Um, Toy Story. They make me feel the fucking... The Toy Sweet. Story 2. No, Toy Story 2, the guy who collects them. What's the, the, uh, guy's name? the chicken guy. Uh, oh, Big Al. Big Al. Big Al. Big Al. Big Al, dude. <laughs> I hate that guy. Um, I, think, I think, especially in Disney movies, the villain is a huge part of it. Yep. And I think originally, uh, in the Aladdin movie, Jafar is a great villain. I really like Trafar. Yeah. He's like this sorcerer, kind of like this conniving, just pure evil kind of guy. Um, but this movie was uh, disappointing, to say the least. Yeah, Jafar did not come out swinging. It definitely... He... No. Pretty weak villain. Pretty, I, yeah. He was just poorly portrayed. Like, we like we were saying this earlier, uh, the first ten minutes, it's kind of Aladdin dipping through the bazaar of that little, like... I don't know, Mediterranean, Middle Eastern, whatever that is, country. Um, and it's really vibrant. There's a lot of shops and guards and stuff, and it's really very engaging. But after, like, 20 minutes, Aladdin's performance, Jasmine's performance, Jafar's performance are all just dead. Like, there's nothing yeah. there. Um, the only thing that makes this movie serviceable is Will Smith as Genie. I thought you were going to say boo. Abu was great. He's yeah, a monkey, I, though. He's not like a character. Will Smith, I loved Will Smith, personally. I yeah. honestly thought I was going to hate the movie because Will Smith was going to be the genie, but he was honestly the best part of the movie. Same. Yeah, I thought the rest... 
it was kind of the opposite. I thought the rest of the movie was going to be serviceable, yeah. and Will Smith was kind of kind of like bring it down. But it was almost the rest of the movie was bad. And Will Smith brought it up. I mean the the trailer got a pretty decent amount of buzz on Twitter for like because Will Smith looked terrible as the genie in the original trailer, and that's basically what I was expecting out of it. But I I think in the movie looked fine, honestly. Like yeah, he honestly wasn't like the the blue genie that you picture like. For the most of the movie, anyway, like he didn't really come out of the lamp as the blue genie that often. Yeah, he like kind of transformed to like his like human. Yeah, form. it was basically just Will Smith being Will Smith. Yeah, like, it was and just kind I of love Will Smith. So. Yeah, and the thing I appreciate is like uh, Robin Williams, rest in peace. Always like the way his portrayal of Aladdin. I mean, uh, of the genie Aladdin is like all time. Like he's yeah. just like you think genies, you think Robin Williams, and. uh Will Smith didn't try to emulate that. He just kind of was Will Smith. Yeah. And just embraced it. And I think that's that's the only way you can really follow up a performance like that. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely did a pretty good job. I think there was definitely a few jokes in there. I don't know if I can, like, pull one out. But there was a few jokes in there that felt very, like, 2019-esque. Like, he, it, it's not like he, he was just bringing Robin Williams jokes back into it. It was kind of – he made it his own thing, like – I don't know. I I do. I, There's like two or three jokes in there that I was like, this definitely like wouldn't have been funny like 15 years ago, but um, like in 2019, there were pretty good jokes. Like it was definitely he modernized the genie essentially. That's basically what I'm trying to say there. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I think overall, Jasmine as a character in the movie, I, I like her the best from the main cast. Like Jafar sucked. Aladdin was okay, I guess. But like Jasmine, like I was, I was pretty much happy with her yeah, acting she and everything throughout the entire movie. I didn't think she was bad. I didn't think she was good. I think she was just kind of she was serviceable. And I thought Jafar was terrible, and I thought Aladdin was mediocre. Um, the first kind of ten minutes of him being a thief and stuff, he was pretty engaging. But even like his life on the line and that mo- that that scene with him on the chair, yeah. He didn't. He just seemed very like even. Like yeah. he, there was no like emotion there. He was just very. He just wasn't. Wasn't a great acting drop. Like I, you, you, your life's on the line here, and you're just kind of like, oh no, my life's on the line. Yeah, like I think when he was in the chair, he like looked kind of scared, and then when he got pushed, he had like a deep breath in. Like that yeah. was that was about it, and then screamed on the way down or something. Like yeah, it definitely wasn't great. I'm of the mindset. I, I think I'm gonna go a little different from what you guys said i think i didn't mind i didn't hate aladdin's acting like there was definitely some parts where the actor could have portrayed it a little bit better i think jasmine had like good acting but the script didn't really lend to her being able to do much i think that was more her problem like i think the guy who played aladdin could have done a better job because he had obviously being he's the main character of the movie he definitely had a lot more opportunity to be better and he failed um the parts that Jad- Jasmine was in, she was pretty solid, but, like, the I think the script could have done a lot better with, like, her being able to do more. Oh, 100%. I mean, I know it's a remake, but, like, I think they could have taken a little creative freedom with, like, her doing a little bit more and, like, being a more vital part of the, the movie, but I don't really think she was. She didn't really do a ton. The thing I did appreciate, though, uh, even though it was, kind of, it was kind of pandering for me, but it wasn't intended to be targeted towards me, was... Though a lot of the of Jasmine's uh, kind of character development is about her being a woman in power and like 
her having a voice as a woman in this kind of old society. And I think I just thinking there was, I was sitting next to like a six year old girl as I was watching this, like the young girls that are going to see that and kind of seeing her like kind of break through and looking for power and looking for that like structure rather than just taking her place as a woman is something I, I appreciate as a, just as a person for the development of our country. I think that's a good thing to reinforce in our children. And, um, it seemed like it was definitely forced for me as a 22 year old man, but for that girl seeing that, that was probably that's like very a fundamentally awesome thing to be doing, which I did appreciate. Um, but I do think that she could have been a little better on just the acting overall. No, Jasmine's one of my favorite Disney princesses, hands down. So I'm biased. So <laughs> I'm always gonna stick by her side. Hands down, favorite part of the movie though. You guys are probably gonna disagree, but you know I just like dancing when the genie was controlling Aladdin to dance. Yeah, that was a good. That, that was, was a, good that was a solid part, scene. Hands that was down. A oh, little over the top with the backflip, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Even like the even the finale was very like anticlimactic. Like, yeah, it wasn't. It kind of was started in over like five minutes. Like, yeah, it wasn't, like even like a battle or anything like. It just kind of... I was felt, expecting more fighting in the movie. Yeah, it all just kind of fell into place, basically. It was just kind of like, there was a big build-up, and then it just kind of ended, and it was like, all right, here's all the answers for what happens at the end. It wasn't really like... Yeah, it just... I don't, I don't know. It, just, it, it felt rushed, almost. Yeah. It felt like they didn't... Like, they either like they ran out of budget, or they just didn't want to develop it. I don't know. They kind of... The first, like, half of the movie was, like... A lot of like unnecessary nonsense though. It was entertaining, but it wasn't like plot development, just like genie, like just doing ridiculous stuff. Yeah. Um and like they like when Aladdin comes in and Prince Ali and with the whole parade, like yeah, it was that a took good a while. Scene, yeah. But it was long and it didn't really develop that much, you know what yeah. I mean? And it, it felt like towards the end they were just trying to cram everything in. Yeah. I think they definitely relied on like a lot of the nostalgia of songs. Like they definitely Every single song that you recognize, they took a good, like, four or five minutes to, like, just do that song. And it 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 was good in the time, but, like, I think Eric's right in that, like, if they took maybe a minute out of each of those, they could have added that at the end and had, like, a little bit more climax building towards the end and, like, actually had some sort of, like, battle or some, I don't know, just Jafar versus Aladdin kind of thing at the end where it would have maybe made the ending feel a little bit better, but... I don't know. It was they. I think they did what they wanted to do. Honestly, I think the whole point of the movie was just to get some nostalgia out of people our age, and then yeah. the new age of children are being able to see this for the first time. Yeah, than, that's the tough thing that I'm like struggling with with these like Disney live action remakes. Like we're gonna go see Lion King. Jungle Book came out last year, the year before, whatever. Because um, it's like obviously they're bringing it out, and people are going, and they want to see like the the classics like if you're going to lion king you want to see pride rock yeah you want to see timon and pumbaa singing their songs and stuff like that but at the same time like we know that movie like you still have to make it a the reason they're classics is they're good movies yeah so if you're just pumping something out for the nostalgia factor and you don't put a good movie around it it's gonna sully it and it's gonna kind of it's gonna be detrimental and it's it's a fine line to draw between because obviously live action versus animation are two vastly different mediums um and it's it's tough to kind of make that same like i love the lion king i love aladdin that same like love 
like the nostalgia club. Like I don't know if this girl that saw that Aladdin movie is going to grow up and be like, I got to show my kids this movie. Yeah. Do you think? Just for bo- this is a question for both of you. Do you think if this wasn't a remake, like this was the first time Aladdin came out, do you think? we would think of it as a better movie than what we think right now. Like, if the animated so. movie never came out. I don't think... I think I'd have almost the same mindset with it. Because I, I wasn't... I wasn't amazed by it. That I, I think I'd have to agree, just because that... Like, it wasn't that well done, in my opinion. It was... Will Smith was awesome. I would... I think if... Like, I would look at this as, like, a Men in Black 2. Like, something I watched just oh, to Men see... Men in Black, like, 7 at this point. <laughs> well, Will Smith and all of those... All of them except the new one that's coming out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah it, it would just be something I would watch because I like Will Smith and I, he'd entertain me for a little bit. I'm not watching it for the movie. I don't really care. Um, like, the, the songs were good. The beginning, like, it'll keep me entertained for an hour and a half, but it wasn't that good. And I think even... There was no wow factor in the movie. No. No. And it, Like I said, like, there wasn't any character that I could really connect with. Like, I was like, wow, I really like this character. I really don't like this character. There was not, none of the characters made me feel anything besides Will Smith being Will Smith. Who wasn't even a character, it's just the actor. <sighs> I didn't like the de- Jasmine's dad that much. I, I did not like him as yeah, a Yeah, I think he was just a throwaway character, though. He like, he was just there. He's, just didn't matter. he's not supposed to be a throwaway character. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's why I think this movie kind of struck out. Like, in the original Aladdin, you, I, I love the Sultan in the original Aladdin. He's a really good character. Yeah. And I hate Jafar, but he's one of the reasons I walk the, watch the movie. Yeah. He, he makes me, you know, I'm invested in him. Um, who am I invested in this movie? Abu. Abu, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe the, like the parrot might have been the most interesting character in this movie. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I entirely agree. I think if Aladdin, if this was like the first Aladdin movie, I think we would have thought it was a lot better. I think, I think the soundtrack would be a little bit better. Like the soundtrack would, would I think, still resonate because yeah, it's just a great soundtrack. I think if you heard, if you went to this movie and this soundtrack was the first time you ever heard it, I think you'd come away feeling a lot better. I think I w- it would make me rate like if it was the first time instead of rating it like a sixty-five or seventy out of hundred, maybe an eighty. But that's still not like but that I big think, of a jump. I, I think that's a tough thing to say. Yeah, because if 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 this was the first time they make they made this Aladdin movie. It would have been made so much differently. Oh yeah, definitely. Because um, they wouldn't be kind of pandering to that like yeah. nostalgic bone. Yeah, because like eighty percent of the going, people that are going to see this are kids oh, are our age going to see it, or like maybe like ten years older than us that still liked Aladdin. But yeah, they have young kids now. And they're yeah, like, this is Aladdin. Um, so like, I I don't know if this was the first Aladdin. I doubt. I doubt the songs would have as much impact. I don't know. I don't think so. I I think they would still. I think it'd be an all time great soundtrack. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying the soundtrack wouldn't be like as great. I'm saying you know how would we saying that they really laid into the songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they would have cut some of the songs a little bit. Yeah, just, yeah. I definitely could not, see that. Like that's not what people are looking for. Looking yeah, for like right in the very beginning, they probably would have cut that right there. Right. Yeah. That yeah. little song that Will Smith sings, they probably would have cut that. And like, I didn't mind. Their usage of Will Smith, like the creative license with genie, freedom, and humanity. Yeah. And stuff. It was different. I didn't really mind it. I thought it was an unnecessary way to frame the story. Um, I think they could have just told the story rather than having Will it be a, a like like a memory of, of the genies after, after the fact. But I, it was fine, I guess. 
I kind of liked it because it kind of played off of like 101 Arabian Nights. Like that, that's kind of what the whole like original Aladdin story came from. So I kind of liked that little nod to actually remembering where the story came from rather than just Disney ripping it off and making a movie out of it. So that was kind of cool. I do. I appreciate it from that perspective. My problem with it is at this point, it's a remake of Aladdin. Like yeah. if this was the first version of Aladdin and they did that. I'd be like, okay, like that makes sense. Yeah. At this point, it's a remake of Aladdin and it felt like they were like almost like distorting it so that the genie was the main character. Yeah. Which the movie's called Aladdin. Yeah. I think too that I'm pretty sure correct me if I'm wrong. I think Will Smith's name comes up first in the credits at the beginning too. I think I Will think Smith is right. the first oh, name. No, I was even looking at the credits. I think you're right. I think I'm Will sure Smith though. was first. I, it they definitely well, he's the big person in the Yeah, movie, he's so. the most And I get that. He's Will Smith, yeah. which is unreal. Um you know, you got the fresh prince in there and you'll uh, can put him uh, first. Yeah. However. But <laughs> I don't know. It was it was I don't know. It was just it was a little weird. The acting didn't do it for me. Uh, none of the characters, like, two weeks from now, I'm going to be like, oh, like, I, I, I won't even be able to picture any of these characters. Yeah. I don't know. Jasmine was beautiful. She was beautiful, but she was... As a, as a character in this movie, as me entering this universe, it didn't do anything for me. I think the... The, the characters were iffy. I think they did the environment really well, though. Like, that, they I, definitely I killed The all. environment was good. The, the first, like, 15 minutes in that, like, yeah. in the marketplace, bizarre, like, city was engaging. It was. I felt I felt good. Um, I liked I liked when Prince Ali rolls in with his parade, when the, the, the spice, the yeah. spice mountains, like, cascade. That was Yo. cool. Um, but, I don't know. It just... At the end of it, I almost felt I felt a little hollow. I felt like it was a Will Smith promotional film because Disney got him in a movie for once. Not all yeah. thinking about it. Was there a single sword drawn in that entire movie? I don't think there was any fighting whatsoever. No, not even just fighting. But did like any of the guards draw? I think sword? they drew a sword like when Aladdin stole something in the beginning. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't even know. They definitely the they, they had like <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. There should have been a bunch of swords in the movie. They definitely had spears out. That. They definitely had spears out at one point. They did. That's true. They like did. they were carrying that spears. That was towards the end. Time. I feel like just in general, I think they had spears on them most of the but time. But like they weren't actually they weren't using them. But yeah, yeah, until the just, end, it was more a prop than like. But even yeah. like in the original Aladdin, like the scene where they're like prisoners, like the Sultan and the Tiger are prisoners, and like Aladdin has to break in and save yeah. the day. That's like the scene, and then this yeah. scene was just like, "Oh, like, hey Jafar, you're a bitch, dude. I wish to not be a bitch. Like, what? Fuck that, dude. Yeah, that a lot of things that. were also out of order in the movie too, which I didn't like. Like, Jafar tries to marry Jasmine to get the power, and then in this one, like, he has the power. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna marry your daughter just to spite you, like. No. Yeah. No. It was, do it, it in order if you're going to do it. It's like this weird... It's just... That's why I, I'm very skeptical of all these Disney live-action remakes. It's the line that they're trying to walk between pure nostalgia and making a new good movie is so difficult. And I don't know if they've found that good middle ground yet. From what I've heard, Jungle Book wasn't that good. I'm very curious to see what happens in Lion King. Um, because, like, obviously, if you're remaking these movies, you need... Some of those classic moments in, but then if you veer too far from the story, you're making a new movie, and if it's not good, people are gonna be pissed. 
But if it's good, then it works, and it's 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 a tough it's a tough thing to do. Yeah, there's a reason that these movies are classics. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like where they're going with it, just because like I don't know, it's it's cool for nostalgia reasons, but I definitely, I think. It definitely looks from the outside looking in that they just ran out of movie ideas and they're just going back to old stuff. Just right. to oh, make and they know they know that's going to get people. To yeah, there's so many remakes and like dumb movies. like the door movie, oh, the pointless. It's going to be a horrible zero out of a hundred already. Negative one out of hundred. I don't even know if I'll see it. That, uh, I'm hundred yeah, percent not going to see it. But like that's how you know they're running out of ideas. But like I know, it, I don't think any of these are going to. Like beat the original. Like I, I'm really excited for Lion King. I don't think the live action Lion King will be better than the animated though. I don't know like, why I, so many people tough. are mad with Scar. Like everybody's disappointed. How you like? I think yeah, that's pretty cool. Eh. It's tough. Like even, even for like the newer Disney movies. Like, I mean, Moana is really good. Um, the one Brave is really good. Yeah, all the Pixar movies are always solid. They're always really good. I just. I don't know if I'm going to put that... That might be my personal bias because I wasn't six when I was watching them. I don't know if I'm ever going to put those on the tier of Lion King. Even though Lion King is like oh, stolen from... Like number one. It's just Hamlet. It's yeah. Not like, it's not like it's like an original story. I don't it, know. It, Inside Out's definitely up there. That Inside Out is awesome. Yeah. Wally is awesome. Yeah. Like, Pixar movies are awesome. I... This is probably just my personal like nostalgia filter. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to put those on top. But I'd, I'd be curious... Like the kids that are were eight when Inside Out came out. In ten years, are they going to say that? And I'm assuming that their parents are showing them The Lion King. If you have a kid and he was seven for the first time and he watched The Lion King, Inside Out, Wall-E, Aladdin, all these fucking movies, like the ones we watch, the newer yeah. ones, the old ones, Toy Story. Is he going to say that the ones from like like the ones that we look at as classics are better? I don't know. I think. The one, because, so if you do that, and then you do take that kid that saw Inside Out when they were eight, and they do the same thing to their kids, and they show Inside Out to their kids, I think showing Lion King to the eight-year-old who saw Inside Out is going to work a lot better, just because I think the animation style of those older movies works a lot better. Like, I think those will hold up for basically forever, whereas Inside Out, maybe you see 20 years from now, and the 3D animation is just not going to be as good, and I think it's going to look like... Looking at Toy Story now, like, the original Toy Story, still impressive for, like, when it came out, but, like, looking at it now compared to, like, say, Toy Story 3, Toy Story 4, even, like, the 3D animation in the newer movies is, in, like, insanely better than Toy Story 1, like, the original. Right, yeah. So Whereas, makes- like, Lion King and that 2D, like, hand-drawn, like, takes so much work to, into that one movie. Like, that's ageless. Like, it's never going to look bad. Yeah. I, I, I think honestly, that I've does, never thought about that. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, even... Obviously, we haven't seen Toy Story 3 yet. I mean, Toy Story 4 yet. But uh, even, like, Toy Story 3 to Toy Story 1, like, I remember seeing that in theaters and being like, whoa, like, this looks like this looks good. Yeah. Um, Ten years later. And Lion King, like, you, there's something to be appreciated about yeah. the kind of just, like, that the, the simplicity of it. Yeah. You can even go back to, like, Cinderella. I think Cinderella came out in like 1960 or something. Right, it still, still like holds up. Yeah, even Snow White. Snow yeah. White I can watch today and looks good. Yeah, um, that's a good point. And then like, especially for, I don't, I don't know how kids work, but me, like, I could see them being able to like almost digest that a little bit better. Yeah, just because it's not as like 
overstimulus yeah. as, um, as maybe some of the newer stuff. But I don't know. It's tough because like the story of Inside Out is awesome. Yeah, and yeah. like I didn't like it that much. What? <laughs> what the hell? What? You didn't like Inside Out? I didn't. I so I didn't like it. I, I wasn't impressed by it. I wasn't like captivated. <laughs> That's a ridiculous. Story. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Uh, that, I, I was I, watching it with my ex. You know, she was like, "Oh, you have to watch this movie." Da, da, da. I was like, "All right, I'll watch it with you." I'm laying there. I'm laying there. I'm watching it. Like I'm into it. I'm not letting her distract me because you know, you know, she wants to talk nonsense during the movie. I'm like, "No, we're watching a movie." And I, but I, I wasn't captivated. Like I, I like I liked Good Dinosaur better than I liked oh, Inside Out. Oh, I didn't see Good Dinosaur. Oh, it's such a good I, movie. Inside Out is like I saw Good Dinosaur. I can't tell you what happened. Like Inside Out stuck with me significantly more than Good Dinosaur. Inside Out, awesome. Have you seen Coco? Oh, Coco! Coco. Oh my Coco's god, awesome. Great that movie. is a fantastic Coco's movie. Coco's awesome. But even Coco's even then, though, like I don't think Coco is going to hold up. I can time. see Coco not holding up. You yeah. know what I'm thinking? Like I don't think do you even now. Monster House. Yeah, that movie like, is whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that movie when it came out. Probably looked really good. Yeah. And now it just looks ridiculous. Yeah. No, I thought it looked ridiculous when it came. Probably out. Probably did, but like it's like like one of like the 3D animation. Like it's just as it like evolves every year. It probably like those older ones probably will lose some traction. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I don't know, maybe Disney should remake some of like the early 3D no. animation movies like like Toy may, Story. Yeah, maybe that'll work out better for them. Would you like, watch a live action Toy Story? God no. I feel like probably, I think Toy so Story's tough. I think Toy Story's tough cuz it's like supposed to be toys. Like I don't think you would really do that. What about a live action Wally? Maybe I think that would work better than. It'll be hilarious. Like, because super like I'll, plump people. I think they keep remaking these two D movies. Like going back to Aladdin. Like they keep remaking these like two D animation movies, and those are just so hard to beat. Because like the two D animation lives forever. Like it just looks great. I think like even going past like the movie medium. I think if you go into like video games, like Super Mario is gonna last. Like the original Super Mario on the NES. Like that you can play that whenever and it still looks great. Whereas like. I don't know, you go to... Like GTA and, San Andreas. Yeah, like, if you go to that, then it looks terrible now. Like, it's the same it's kind of idea. It's a game. Great it's game, but, like, it's still... It's the same idea where, like, the 2D animation's always gonna last. 3D animation, not so much. So, like, I think maybe 20 years from now, Disney's remaking Wally in live action. Maybe that'll be a lot better, because people watching, going back to watch Wally, are gonna be like, wow, this looks terrible compared to what we have now. Uh, Whereas, like, if we went and watched Aladdin on the TV right now, we'd probably think it's still amazing. So uh, That's the problem with these new remakes, too. Like, obviously, they're making them live action, but I think a lot of it is lost in, like, the the atmosphere of it. Like, they're kind of, like, making it, like... The Lion King looks dark. It yeah. It looks, like, angry. Yeah. Like, I think, personally, I think this, is, this can be traced back to um, the Christopher Nolan Batman. Yeah. Which, like, the Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises... Love the series, like one of my favorite movie series ever. Yeah, Dark Knight Rises is an but like Batman Begins and Dark Knight. I still think Dark Knight's the best movie of all time, in my opinion. Talk, like, yeah, you yeah. would. I, I can't argue with yeah. that. Yeah, but the problem, and like it was obviously like unbelievably well done, super successful. The problem with it though is they kind of like they took this thing Batman that was like he's like a superhero and like it's it's a dark story, but like 
in the cultural zeitgeist, it's like Adam West and Michael Keaton and George Clooney like being like, oh, I'm Batman. And they made it like this really dark and like twisted thing. Yeah. And I feel like a lot movie, a lot of movies now have been like infected by that and are trying to emulate that. Like Man of Steel came out. Yeah, horrible movie. Ter- like they're not good at all. And Man of Steel, like Superman is supposed to be like that Boy Scout, like good guy. And they made him really, really dark and gloomy and it didn't work. And I yeah. feel like a lot of these like more modern movies are kind of doing that. Like this Aladdin movie wasn't like they didn't, the magic carpet ride wasn't this kind of like, like magical adventure. It was like, it was good. And it, but that scene didn't matter to me in the original Aladdin. That scene mattered. What I remember from this movie is Jafar at the end, calling it a storm and being this evil sorcerer. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. That, yeah, no, for five seconds. Like, I don't really remember much from this movie, but I feel like those like lighthearted like magical moments are kind of getting lost to like we want these like dark angry moments which for maybe for Batman it works really well and some other movies will work really well but I don't know if it's going to work for Disney movies yeah. as a remake like I'm very I'm really curious the number one scene I want to see in the new Lion King is Pride Rock when Simba returns yeah um, is well, it going to be part of that is like a dark scene I know but even like even in that it's like there's an air of like we're gonna save the day. Yeah, and, like, yeah. We're gonna come back and it's gonna be all right. And like Simba's like this like kind of this white knight cutting down the dark forces. Am I and like I don't remember that. That's not the one, number one scene when I think when I think of the Lion King, I think of Simba, Timon, and Pumbaa in that Yo. like montage. Like Simba's growing up and they're singing songs and things are awesome. Yeah. Am I only gonna remember from this remake the the dark gloomy because they put the whole budget into making this skeleton graveyard of a pride rock and here they're in the elephant graveyard the coyotes are stalking him and like this the cells hyenas, of Timon, dude. hyenas yeah sorry Cut the hyenas coyotes. are stalking them hyenas am i gonna remember those instead of the, the the moments of like the really awesome timon and pumbaa and like timon um putting on the hula skirt like those like funny like oh, light-hearted yeah. moments yeah. like those are what make the movies good i swear to god if they do not have ed the hyena in this movie right yeah i'm gonna be so pissed oh, off yeah. ed better be in it yeah i think that he better be chewing <laughs> on his own leg too i mean you can make you could say it's like they should color grade the live action movies better but i don't i don't think that's the problem i think like just 2d animation you're more okay with like vibrant but, colors yeah. and like create like you it's can't really recreate it. It's a, it's a color thing. I think if it's it's a schematic. I don't know. Thing. I think it's color. I think and like color is definitely important to it. But I think uh, color is a huge part because like a lot of the colors and like the scenes and like the two D animation are extremely unrealistic. Because I, I think like I think, like, I think so they're, yeah I think they're like aiming, but I think they're aiming for like a darker note on it. I think they're making they're. I mean, we live in dark times. I think they're looking for more realism. Yeah. And the, the 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 joy of those movies to me is the suspended reality. Like these movies are. Completely outside what my universe yeah. is, and that's why I enjoy them. And oh. I feel like they're trying to bring them into our universe, which isn't where they belong. I don't disagree with that, but I just don't think, like, even past that, like, say we're living in a paradise, like, I don't think they'd be able to recreate the Aladdin feel in the Aladdin live action just because, like, the colors in the Aladdin live action aren't realistic. Like, they're just. Like you think like the classic classic Aladdin, he's in like the the purple pants that are like just purple. Like I don't think they can recreate that in a live action movie. You just can't. Yeah. And I think I, that takes away from it because like yeah. you think Aladdin, you think like the the vibrant like Arabian day and it's like beautiful. You have the really like perfectly blue sky. But like even, they couldn't e- get that. Even in the 
even in the the scene where he's getting the the lamp from the cave of doom or whatever it's called the the forbidden cave yeah yeah, yeah. in the original movie that's like oh it's like gold and like stuff that was like lava burst out of the walls and like well lava bursted out on the walls and does it really yes Either way. But no, like, yeah, in the, the cartoon, the, it was like, everything was gold and shiny. shiny. This one was like this a was like cave. This was like dark and gloomy. Yeah. They actually made like a cave. Right, like, yeah. Like, it wasn't oh, like, it wasn't like this like, forbidden palace of gold and wonder. It was like something, some shit's going down here. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how the, how Lion King's gonna go, but. Lion King is, uh, after seeing Aladdin, I'm more excited to see Lion King just to see what they do. Because I was very disappointed <sighs> I oh. think the the trailer for Lion King kind of shows the same possible problem where it's going to be dark and gloomy, but we'll see. I don't know. It's possible that they just... Because the, the, really the only scenes they showed in the trailer were the dark and gloomy parts, so maybe the rest well, of it... They, like They the, did show, like, the... Puma like and Samoan a little like bit. Like, that quick little montage when Simba gets older. Yeah. And then they also showed, like, when Simba and Nala are, like, drinking out of the river. Even that one looked kind of dark. But as long as they don't ruin it when, like... Nala finds Simba again because that's like one of my favorite parts from the original movie. Yeah, as long as they don't ruin that, I'll be happy. I think just the two D animation like art style fits the happy stories that they're trying to portray in general. Like I think that's basically what it comes I, down I, to. I do agree with that, but then why recreate them in a three D live action setting? Because that's bunch of money. Making them, yeah, 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 a bunch of money. money. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> no matter how bad the movie's gonna be, our age group and like. 10 years plus. So they got the 20 to like 35 year olds going to see these movies. No matter how bad it's going to be, we're still going to go see it. Yep. And that's the problem yeah. with capitalism. Right there. <laughs> People just throw away things that are good for money and just fuck us off. Yeah. That's, that's getting into a whole nother topic. Yeah, that's something else. But yeah. All right. Well, I think we pretty, we, we've done pretty well for today. Um, so next week, what's on our docket for next week? Godzilla or Next, that's Friday. Well, I think it's like Thursday and midnight Thursday release. Midnight. So we'll probably see that on Friday. Uh, what else? Rocket Man. When's that come out? That's same also day. same day. No, it might be a double feature kind of day. Yeah, right? we'll see how that one goes. No, if there's something, a uh, book smart comes out this weekend. I don't know yeah, how that. it came I, out today. Well, today. Yeah, yeah, it came out. I online. would go. See, I haven't seen Detective Pikachu yet. I yeah, that was a great movie. Time. Yeah, that was a good movie. It's or we can see watch. Dog's Journey if you want to get sad. I'm not seeing the Dog's Journey, dude. They abuse dogs. How many times do we have to talk? About this? <laughs> I refuse to believe it. Just Google it. Like, what? No, no, I refuse to Google it because I don't want to go and I can realize <laughs> that's what they actually did. So then why do, you want to, why do you want to support the movie if you're just refusing <laughs> to acknowledge the fact that they abuse animals? You know what? As long as we don't go see uh, Ugly Dolls. Because that just looked god That looks terrible. I'd see the Tolkien movie. Yeah. A lot of options out there. Um, we have two movies, I guess, before Friday we can see. Yeah. Because Friday's when the thing Yeah, Yep, yep. I'm down yeah. to see Tolkien. I'd see Tolkien, Detective Pikachu, maybe. Tolkien, Detective Pikachu, I could do that. But, um, yeah, so we'll be back next week, hopefully, talking about Godzilla and Rocket Man. Those are our two big features. And if we could squeeze some other stuff in, that'd be real nice. Um, but those are definitely the, the big ticket items for the next week. And I'm, I'm, I'm personally very excited for both of those. Yeah, yeah. I think Interesting to see how they go. Godzilla and IMAX is going to be awesome. I'm going to... Way better than John a, Wick 3. It's just going to be... It's, you're going to feel take, that but. movie. And I, I don't expect any plot, but I want... Yeah. I hope, I hope it's honestly... I don't even want any human characters. I hope it just... 
a movie about Godzilla, like yeah. more no, combat. There's gonna, like, gonna be a lot of human interaction in that movie. Yeah, that's because in know. the trailer they already said like, oh, we're gonna be helping them fight. I know. Yeah. So yeah. it's gonna be a lot. Of that's not what I want. I yeah. Like if you just told me it was Godzilla in a tournament style bracket against these monsters, and it was just those fight scenes, and he just fought all his way up. Yeah, I'd still go see it. Yeah, hundred oh, yeah, percent. That'd make a good game. <laughs> that would be a good game. Yeah, um, patent it. That's our game. And Rocket Man. I don't know anything about Elton John's life. Elton John's a beast, though. The trailer looks really good. Yeah. The trailer looks really good. And I think that's going to be a really good movie. Highly anticipated. Um, yeah. And that's kind of all I got. Yeah. I think that that's, uh, that's going to wrap up Good Film Hunting. First first podcast. On yeah. the- Round one, Good Film Hunting. Um, we're we're gonna keep film hunting. Uh, if you don't get if you don't get our joke of a joke of a name, uh, do <laughs> some research. Become a, become, become a movie culture kind of guy. You'll get it. <laughs> Hint: We go to school in Boston. But um, summer of fun. Summer of fun. Every watching a lot of movies. Day. We'll definitely be back next week with yeah. some more analysis. Hope you enjoyed this this first go. And uh, if you have any comments, questions, any movies you want to see, yeah, uh, reach us at Twitter at uh, <laughs> film underscore hunting and. Uh, yeah. Keep hunting, hunters. 